And welcome to the roadmap from Auto Finance News since 1996, the nation's leading newsletter on automotive lending and leasing. It's Friday, October 22nd, and I'm Amanda Harris, and joining me today is Whitney McDonald. Uh, this is our weekly wrap on what happened in auto finance for the past week. Uh, as always, I want to thank our auto finance news advertisers, Alpha, Cox Automotive, Cedar CX, Dealer Track, DeFi Solutions, NCB, LexisNexis, Barracks, Walters Kluwer, and Westlake Financial for their continuing support. First, in some manufacturing news that came out this week, uh, U.S. factory production fell the largest it has in seven months in September, and this was driven in part by a pullback in manufacturing of motor vehicles and material shortages. Uh, production declined 0.7% in September, which followed a decline of 0.4% in August. Uh, related to motor vehicles, cars and parts output fell 7.2% in September, which is the sharpest drop since April, after a 3.2% decrease in August, largely due to the semiconductor chip shortage. So we've actually kind of seen this play out uh, the past week or two uh, in recent third quarter earnings. Uh, so pretty much across the board, we kind of talked about it a little bit last week too, uh, tight supply has really contributed to consecutive declines in floor plan outstandings. This held true for the third quarter so far as well. So at Ally Financial, floor plan fell 8.4% year of year and 2.4% from the second quarter to $7.6 billion. Uh, floor plan is expected to be down through at least the end of this year, um, likely into later part of next year. Um, and could go past that. We've, you know, heard from dealers and, and all that, that they may not go back to really large amounts of inventory on their lots. Um, so this could be playing out for quite a while. Uh, still, while tight supply did compress vehicle sales as well um, in the third quarter, um, originations did not suffer. Uh, so in fact, Ally joined a growing list of auto lenders this quarter to post some of the highest origination volume they've seen in years. Uh, so Ally did break a 15-year record with originations clocking in at $12.3 billion, um, up 25.5% year-over-year from a record 3.3 million decisioned auto applications. Um, that was similar to what they saw in the second quarter. So I think it really shows that, you know, even though supply is down, the demand is still very much there. People are applying for vehicle financing. They're buying cars as soon as they can. Uh, the demand is still clearly there. Um, so until supply completely catches up, I think we're going to be in a similar situation we've been in uh, for months and probably into a good bit of next year as well. Uh, dealers, too, also remain very highly profitable. That came up during Ally's earnings call. Um, and a lot of that has to do with the fact that vehicle values are so high. So when they do sell cars, they're making a good bit of money on them. Uh, so that held true in the third quarter as well, and that probably will also be something that continues. Um, even though there has been some talk of vehicle values kind of normalizing in the next quarter into next year, just kind of depends on how supply catches up. Um, I am hearing rumblings that the fourth quarter should be a little bit of an improvement that this quarter um, really was the bottom out point for inventory. They don't think things can get uh, much worse on the supply side. I, 
I think they're the consensus is the third quarter really is um, kind of the evidence that we're going to see of this at its, at its biggest point. Um, so we'll see how, if that holds true uh, next quarter when we follow those earnings, but that's what I'm hearing. Um, the other side of things is credit performance. Uh, we've been talking about that a lot, of course, uh, over the last, like every time we cover earnings pretty much all this year, credit performance definitely has um, outpaced original expectations when the pandemic first started. So that's still true. Um, at Ally, delinquencies did tick up a bit sequentially. Um, they said at about 1.83%, um, but that's still down about 42 basis points from the third quarter of 2020. Um, so really on a year-over-year -year basis, we're nowhere near where we were um, this time last year. Um, and that's pretty much across the board as well. Um, and I think that will also hold true no one seems to be super concerned that that will all of a sudden change uh, next quarter and early next year. Um, so I think citizens, again, another strong quarter as well. Uh, so, some similar trends. So Whitney, I know you dived a little bit into citizens banks. So what were some of the takeaways there? Yep, citizens released their Q3 earnings earlier this week. And yes, like you said, they posted another a strong quarter equipped with high origination and low net charge-offs, which continues to be on trend. So even amid those ongoing supply chain shortages and labor shortages that we're seeing, the bank was able to grow its auto portfolio, which seems to be what we're hearing across the board. Um, so the portfolio grew 5.5% from the second quarter to 13.5 billion, which was a record high um, for the bank. Uh, their net charge-offs, like I said, remained low. They did come off of second quarter recoveries of 2 million. Um, they didn't have post a recovery again, but they are still remaining low. Um, another bank that had similar uh, trends Last week was U.S. Bank. They came off a second quarter of posting recoveries too, but they remained low, which they're anticipating to continue to see in the fourth quarter. Um, and like Amanda said, we're continuing to see that dealers are remaining profitable, which is again continue, going to continue into the fourth quarter and into 2022. Um, Q3 earnings just keep saying that they're going to be keeping their eye on supply chain issues, um, but we're hoping to start seeing those recoveries by the end of the year and going into next. So I know that everybody's gonna be eager to see those normalize just as we are. So we're gonna be following those trends and continuing to follow the Q3 earnings as they come out over the next couple of weeks. Definitely. And we do have some more coming um, next week. So we have for credit, GM Financial, um, along with Capital One, Huntington Bank, and we'll have some power sports. Uh, so that will make for an exciting week of earnings. But on top of that, our Auto Finance Summit is also next week. Um, so we will be covering that live every day. Um, I, for one, am definitely looking forward to some of the sessions, particularly the Women in Auto Finance. That's always a great one. Um, we have some great coverage on diversity and inclusion. Um, really good uh, you know, news should come out of our awesome, we have two fire size this year. Uh, so we are looking forward to that and kind of seeing what news will, will come out of um, those sessions as well. Uh, Winnie, anything that you're looking forward to with the summit? Yeah, I think that there's a lot of topics that we've been following over the past year that are going to be addressed at the summit. I think that our executive panel will be really rich. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I'm also looking forward to our Power Sports Summit. 
Um, I think that next week is going to be jam-packed with a lot of new information and kind of hearing some updates as to where the industry is going over the next quarter and into next year. So lots to look forward to for next week's summit. Definitely. Yeah, next week will be exciting for sure. Yep. So we are opening the week with Power Sports Finance Summit. Um, and then that will be on the 26th. And then the next three days will be all about Auto Finance Summit. So you can learn more about the 2020 event and there's still time to register at autofinancesummit.com. And of course, we look forward to seeing everyone in Vegas um, or virtually <laughs> as well. Um, and of course, again, we'll be providing coverage every day. So make sure you follow our socials, our website um, to see what all comes out of the summit. And we always want to hear from you. So please uh, thank you for joining again the roadmap and please rate the roadmap on whichever platform you use uh, to listen to this program. Um, make sure you follow us on Twitter and LinkedIn and we'll see you online at autofinancenews.net and here next time.